Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Not all fossils are bones or shells or teeth. Most of us would agree that mammoth tusks and stegosaurus spikes are pretty darn cool. And yet, the fossil record is not limited to old body parts— Fossils are defined as any naturally preserved remains or traces of life forms that existed in the geologic past. And that covers a lot of ground. And that's sort of a pun because a fossil can take the form of a footprint, a leaf impression, or a filled-in tunnel left behind by prehistoric land beavers. One of the strangest fossils ever discovered is actually a cave. About 15 million years ago, in what's now eastern Washington state, a volcanic fissure eruption sent lava streaming into a shallow river or lake where a rhino happened to be wallowing. A layer of basaltic rock formed around the beast, preserving the outline of its well-cooked body long after the flesh rotted away, leaving only a few bones. 
For millions of years, this rhino-shaped hole in the earth lay hidden in the cliffs of Washington's Grant County, near Blue Lake, a popular hiking destination. By the 1930s, erosion had worn a hole into one end of the subterranean creature mold, exposing it to the open air. Here's the story of how the Blue Lake Rhino Cave came to be, and how four Seattle rock hounds accidentally discovered it. Only five species of rhino are alive today, and none of the living five species are indigenous to North or South America. However, from about 40 to 70 million years ago, rhinos were common in North America. Some were hippo-like, semi-aquatic animals. Others had wicked tusks instead of the nasal horns we see in their modern-day counterparts. Paleontologists think the Blue Lake Rhino Cave likely formed around the corpse of a Diceratherium. While female Diceratherium were hornless, each adult male had a pair of small horns sitting side by side near the tip of his snout. The dimensions of the Blue Lake Cave tell us that the Diceratherium who left it behind was about 8 feet, that's 2.4 meters long, from snout to rear, and stood a little bit less than 4 feet, that's 1.2 meters tall at the shoulder. In life, the animal probably weighed about a ton or so. Nobody knows if the creature had already died when it became entombed. However, judging by the contours of the mold, it seems the body was rather bloated. This could indicate that decomposition was already setting in. Also, the legs are pointed skyward, telling us the rhino may have been floating on its back in a state of rigor mortis. The cave's walls are made of 15 million year old pillow basalt, a kind of igneous rock that normally forms when lava contacts cold water and rapidly cools down. So, dead or alive, the Diceratherium must have been hanging out in a body of water during a volcanic eruption. Then, the lava came pouring in. Maybe it got knocked over? Anyway. A lava can hit temperatures of more than 1,600 degrees Fahrenheit. That's 900 degrees Celsius. Ordinarily, this ultra-hot material would have burned right through the beast's skin, flesh, and bone. But instead, the cold water converted the molten rock into a tightly packed layer of hardening pillow basalt. The corpse eventually rotted away, and even most of its bones disappeared. Yet the mold that enveloped the body stayed largely intact. Largely, but not entirely. When you think about it, the fact that we even know this weird little cave exists is pretty amazing. Millions of years after the thing formed, flowing water carved an opening in the mold, right about where the rhino's hindquarters used to be. Yet erosion hasn't destroyed it completely. Today, the cave's entrance is big enough for an adult person to enter, but getting inside may prove difficult for some visitors. You see, the Blue Lake Rhino Cave is located in the face of a cliff about 300 feet or 91 meters above the lake that shares its name. During the summer of 1935, two adventurous couples from Seattle were hiking around the cliff in search of petrified wood. On their trip, the quartet happened to discover the cave— they had the honor of becoming the first people in recorded history to enter the prehistoric rhino mold. Inside, they noticed a handful of fragmentary animal bone fossils, including a partial jaw. These were sent to paleobotanist George F. Beck of Central Washington University, who couldn't resist visiting the site for himself. Upon gathering more bones, he enlisted California Institute of Technology paleontologist Chester Stock to identify them. Stock determined that the bony bits came from an extinct rhino— Soon, the scientific community realized that the cave itself was a full-body cast of that very same animal, a beast who last drew breath 15 million years ago. In 1948, a team from the University of California at Berkeley heroically scaled the cliff and filled the cave with plaster, creating a three-dimensional duplicate of the interior. 
Also, an exact hollow replica of the cave was put on display at Seattle's Burke Museum, where it still stands today. Today's episode was written by Mark Mancini and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other well-preserved topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.